0: Solo moms Talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Today I'm speaking with Trisha Nelson, Heal Your Hunger Emotional Eating Expert. Welcome, Tricia. Thanks for having me. Good, good to be here. Yes, for sure. I always like to talk about health, so I'm very happy that you're here um, to talk to us today. So before we start talking about health and eating, can you tell us about Trisha?
1: Yes. My backstory is that I was an emotional eater, I think, from the get-go. I love food. I love to eat. I love to cook. I love to serve it to other people, got to restaurants. I was a foodie. And it wouldn't have been a bad thing, except that I gained weight. And by age 20, I was 50 pounds overweight. And I hated being fat. I hated it. You know, and I had this roll on my tummy that I would scrunch up in my hands and imagine cutting it off like you cut fat off the side of a steak. And I thought about getting some crazy disease where I'd automatically lose weight and without having to exercise. And you know, the bottom line, Jen, is that I couldn't diet, I would diet and lose weight for a time, but I always put the weight back on. And I mm-hmm. had like several sizes of pants in my closet because I never knew what size I'd be because I was a yo-yo dieter. So I got tired of it. And I just thought, God, for all this effort I'm putting in, I'm getting zero results. Yeah, right? And so, you know, what happened for me is I met somebody who taught me about emotional eating and helped me to see that that was really the problem is that I was an emotional eater and mm-hmm. it wasn't about the food. And so I, I was uh, shown a way to go deeper and get underneath, you know, my obsession with food and weight and really address and heal at a deeper level. And that changed everything for me. And I've been blessed to be, you know, in a healthy body size ever since. So, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, and my work is based on what I did 30 years ago is to heal. So and I put it, you know, I wrote about it in my book and I have a podcast and I help women all around the globe with their struggles
0: with food and weight now through Heal Your Hunger. Okay. All right. Heal Your Hunger. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought thought we heal our hunger. With food.
1: (laughs) Well, that's that's the physical hunger, right? (laughs) But when we're emotional eaters, you know, emotional eating is basically eating for reasons beyond physical hunger and nutritional need, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I was eating because I had this emotional hunger, this emptiness inside that I would fill with food. And of course, there's never a way to fill it, right? Like you can get stuffed, and I would stuff, I'd be a binger, I would get my favorite binge food and sit in front of the TV and eat until I felt stuffed. But the next day I maybe skip breakfast, but then I'd be at it the next night, you know? And so, yes. so that it would, I, I couldn't possibly fill that hole in my soul that I had.
0: Yeah. Yes. No, I understand fully. I was just being fishy. <laughs> and I can empathize with that. Uh, there was a point in my life when stuff got really tough. I would bake a cake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't just bake the cake. I would eat the cake. Of course. While it's still warm. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I discovered that's what I was doing. I was just turned to that cake. It, wouldn't, it wasn't anything else but a cake. And then I realized that was not really the way to go. Right. So what is the difference between this physical hunger and emotional hunger?
1: Yeah. You know, my experiences, they feel a lot alike a lot of the time. Like I can, I uh-huh. mean, even now I've been doing this work for 30 years. I, even now I get fooled into thinking... Like, like I'll sit at my computer and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, I'm so hungry, you know, and I'll try to convince myself I should go get something to eat, but I know better now. I'm like, mm, not so fast. Like what's really uh-huh. going on, uh-huh. you know? And when, you know, this is where the emotional eating comes in is when you have emotions that are uncomfortable or things impending that you don't want to deal with, or just, you just want to get out of your head. You know, you don't want to be present in what's going on with you. And so you're just wanting to distract with food. And that's really that emotional hunger, but they can often feel, I mean, I can get a growl in my stomach sometimes when it's emotional, <laughs> you know? And so it's tricky. Mm-hmm. I recommend something called three meal magic, which is eating three meals with nothing in between. And that's super helpful because the in-between is when, I mean, we usually snack and we typically don't snack on healthy food. So we All snack right. on very unhealthy foods. So that's why cutting out the snacks in between meals, that alone can be life-changing but it also the space between the meals when we're not constantly you know numbing our feelings with food that's when we can identify what our feelings even are because most people aren't aware that they're emotional eating you know it's a subconscious unconscious Mm -hmm. habit until our awareness is uh heightened and you know, people like you uh, who have me on their podcast, give me the opportunity to say, Hey, it may not be just that you like food, there might be more to it than that. Because there's I think as a nation, we're doing a lot of emotional eating, you know, we are definitely, you know, more than ever. And I think the pandemic certainly just connects, you know, <laughs> our emotional eating habit, when we have uncertainty, when we have fear, when we have just impending doom, you know, I mean, the possibility of dying from COVID. I mean, that that really took a- toll on everybody and I think people you know one of the closest easiest things you
0: can do is numb out with food yeah or Netflix Um. anyway well, they go, they <laughs> go together <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course like Ben and Jerry so, <laughs> so is that like an addiction then would you say you know my experience is it's
1: really I think we're all emotional eaters so I would say we're all I like to just indict everybody across the board and say hey we all have this tendency we can all go too far are, with the ice cream, with the cookies, mm-hmm. with the cake, gooey, gooey, chewy is what I call it. So we can yeah. all go too far, but I do think it tends to be a spectrum of where you are in how far you go. And it's qualified by two things one is how much control you have to course correct, kind of pull back when things are getting out of control, yeah. and what the consequences are. And I actually have a quiz on my website, Jen, which is healyourhunger.com. And if you go there and take that quiz, you find out where you are on the spectrum, you know, and so you okay. get a personalized score, it's a free quiz, but somebody on the low end of the spectrum is an emotional eater and somebody on the high end of the spectrum is a food addict. So I think it, it's it's a matter mm-hmm. of how, like for me, I had very little control. So once I started, I would just go down the rabbit hole and it'd be hard to get back on a healthy track. I mean, it could be weeks before I get, you know, on a healthy track again of eating salads and good protein and fats and that kind of thing. So, you know, I was on the high end of the spectrum. I was definitely a food addict and it's also- also, the consequences don't necessarily meet the naked eye. It's not just gaining weight. It's not just diabetes or heart disease or, you know, those kinds of extremes, but it's just, you know, low libido, not feeling good about yourself, not wanting to have your video on, mm-hmm. on zoom, just wearing stretchy <laughs> yoga pants all the time, black yoga pants, because you don't want to put on your jeans because you know, they're not going to fit. Yeah. It's, it's your yeah. confidence level. It's, it's the talk in your head about yourself. I mean, I used to rag on myself when I, would be out of control of food. Like, you're mm-hmm. such a loser. What's wrong with you? Why can't you get a handle on this? You know? And so it just really, your self esteem really takes a hit when you're in more of the food addiction part of this thing.
0: I I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Okay. All right, thank you. So we're going to talk about your book and your podcast in a in a minute, but I wanted to to you know just gloss over the three health mistakes smart people make that keep them overweight stressed out and unhappy
1: yeah oh my gosh it's funny i hear a lot of the time like i'm a health coach i should know better or you know (laughs) i've read five diet books like i know what to eat so what's wrong with Mm -hmm. me and the truth is we typically aren't stupid and we know that salads are better than pizza and yet we want the pizza and so it's really like what's that about so it doesn't really it's not really a matter of having knowledge like we tend to like listen to all these podcasts and read all these books and we're like we, we're looking for that golden nugget like that 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 one key right. that's gonna turn it all around but we're not lacking in nutritional information you know we know we should eat less and exercise more it's like no kidding <laughs> you know and so yeah. <laughs> what we need is a way to follow through on what we know and that has a lot to do with our levels of stress it has a lot to do with our emotional load, you know, getting more connected with ourselves emotionally. So the things that people need to do, you know, or, or the mistakes they're making for one thing is people are skipping meals. Okay, so especially mm-hmm. now the intermittent fasting is a big fad, you know, there's always going to be something that's a big fad. And it's not that intermittent fasting doesn't have sound science behind it. But my experience with somebody if they're an emotional eater, and again, you can take the quiz and find out where you are on the spectrum on the higher end of that spectrum, you're gonna have trouble if you go without food for 16 hours. You know, you're going to end up overdoing it when you open up your window. And so skipping meals is a trap for emotional eaters because we'll overcompensate. We'll get so hungry we binge and we eat too much or we think, oh, I'm fasting. That means I can eat the chocolate. I can eat the ice cream. But the (laughs) the fact is that, you know, it's going to catch up to us faster than if we just didn't fast at all. So skipping meals is a trap. (laughs) Weighing ourselves is a trap and and every you know most people who are dieters are like what i live and die by the scale but but the truth is you know how much is the scale really helping like are you have you reached your mm-hmm. goals just because you own a scale and get on it every day no you know and and the reason is if you mm-hmm. give the scale the power to make you feel good you give it the power to make you feel bad you know yes. and when the weight yeah. when the scale says something you like you're like oh good i've got wiggle room i can eat the cake now and then before mm-hmm. you know it you're back up the scale yeah it tells you something that. you don't like and you've been busting your But at the gym, you're like, screw it, I'm not gonna even bother, right? So it's like, it's either way, it's it's a curse. So I just say, let's get off the diet mentality and get on a healthier track, one of self care, one of reducing stress, you know, start a morning routine. This is another one of the mistakes people make as they just pop out of bed. And they don't they don't take time to get grounded, you know, Mm -hmm. to get still and quiet and grounded. We're looking at Instagram, or we're on the computer, we're answering phone calls. And the fact is, if you take Twenty minutes to read some spiritual literature, meditate, do some stretching—something that can just help you get, like, get grounded in yourself, yeah, right? Yes, and then yes, you can go yes. to that place throughout the day when you're yeah. stressed out. Otherwise, when you're ricocheting off of all the stressors in the world without getting grounded, you'll be far more likely to not be able to say no to chocolate and nuts and you know, snacky <laughs> chips and things that are offered to you.
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. And so. Smart people need to just be smart about their own self, right? Yeah, um, self care. Focus on what works for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I guess it's it's a lot more difficult now to keep, as you said before, to keep focus on ourselves in a healthy way, especially when we're inside, we're on lockdown or whatever, and the fridge right there, right? I mean, yeah, you're on your computer, it stresses you out. You look up and there's a fridge, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's very yes. hard. It's so, it's very very hard. And and that's why it's hard to do this alone. Like weight loss is really hard on your own. And I find that people really Mm -hmm. judge themselves for needing help or needing to hire a coach because they're like, oh, I should be able to figure this out. Like I should be able to do it. So stupid, it's just a cookie, you know, like what's my problem? But the thing is, I'd say one of the like most addictive habits there is because you have in the hardest of the addictive habits to stop because you have to eat, you know, you have to take the tiger out of the cage three times a day, pet the nice kitty and somehow get it back in the cage without getting your backside torn off. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's like not that so analogy. easy. That's good. You know, alcoholics yeah. can yeah. put the plug in the jug, but if you're a food addict, you know, you have to deal with it every day. You have to eat, yeah. you know, so yeah. how do you stop yeah. an addictive yeah. substance yeah. that you have to do and that it's going to take more, like deeper, you got to deal with those emotions. You got to get better boundaries on your time, you know, reduce your stress, mm-hmm. have more self-care, all those things. Things that you know sound boring, but I'm telling you,
0: they make all the difference in the world. Yeah, absolutely, true that. All right, so tell me about your book and uh, about your podcast and how we can get in touch with you. Sure, um, my book is called Heal Your Hunger: Seven Simple Steps to End Emotional
1: Eating Now, and the book is on Amazon. It's also on Kindle, and there is an Audible version. So I recorded my book, so you can listen to it as well. And my podcast is called The Heal Your Hunger Show, and so. So, and it's great. I have lots of different tips on healthy living there as well. And and really, from my personal ex- experience and perspective of how to overcome emotional eating. So it's really, it's for people who struggle with eating weight, who are do- tired of dieting. They don't want to do the diet track. Good news is you don't have to keep
0: dieting and you can still lose weight. Yes. Oh, good. Thank you very much. And give us your website again. I'll put it on the show notes as well. Sure. It's healyourhunger.com.
1: H-E-A-L, healyourhunger.com. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. So my two fun questions. What is Trisha grateful for today?
1: I'm grateful for my family. I'm visiting my family right now. So I'm grateful for my two sisters and their families that I love. I'm grateful for my boyfriend who I have so much fun with. I'm grateful for healthy, for an appetite for healthy food, you know, that I actually Mm. crave things that are green. Yep. I'm grateful for that. And, Mm -hmm. and just excited about a whole new year of love and fun and prosperity and hopefully service
0: to people who are looking for a way out of their food and weight struggles. Right, okay thank you for that. And do you practice self-care and what does that look like for you? So
1: what I recommend to people and what people will read about in my book is something called the Six Self-Care Success Secrets and I do these every day. So I started my day on my knees. So I pray I love prayer. So prayer is one of those. Meditation is another Mm -hmm. one walking, uh, reading spiritual literature, talking, you know sharing with people and getting my feelings out and writing so so expressive writing and getting feelings Mm -hmm. out so i don't have those those toxic emotions inside i I let them out through writing which is the safest and most responsible way i can get those feelings
0: out okay oh wow thank you for sharing yeah and um i said two but i have three okay (laughs) one piece of advice for a solo mom recognize that we struggle with stress and overwhelm and not taking care of ourselves so give us one good piece of advice
1: yes so um, I don't have kids myself but I have so many friends who are who are solo moms and I would say this is not going to come as a, a surprise is, is put your oxygen mask on first like they tell you on the plane. Get up yeah. at a half hour yeah. early. Do your self-care in some form. Take care of yourself. It's not selfish to do that. You will be a better mom. You'll be a better mom. Mm-hmm. You'll be more present with your kids. You'll be less reactive. Really take time for yourself and and even though it seems like you don't have the time, it's a worthy investment, you know, 20 minutes in the morning of just you time, you and connecting with your spirit, you know, your source is going to pay off as a mom, you're going to be a better mom, more present mom, and probably less stressed out and probably more balanced around food as well.
0: Yes, for sure. Thank you very much for sharing Trisha Nelson, the heal your hunger expert. I you you coming great to have and to great
1: me. to be here. I appreciate it.